It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Now here we are, here we are, the father and son team back in the studio for another complete story. Things are kind of confusing right now. Glad to be here with you. Yes, but you know what? The Word of God, that's the sure foundation. Well, that really is. You know, if people would just get back to the Bible and read it and believe it and act on it and study it, uh, wouldn't it be a wonderful life? Wouldn't it be a wonderful place? Uh, But that's not history, is it? People remember Paul Harvey when he recorded this. We're just going to use a short portion of it, folks. But it seems as though... It's human nature to want someone else to do it for you. And it's so easy to want the government to do it for us. So easy for the government to be responsible, to pay all our bills, and to provide our housing. And the government gets bigger. And the government's always, always, and when I say the government, I mean I mean the politicians. My man alive, they start ladling out money if you give them a vote. And it makes a mess, and we are in a mess. Listen to what Paul Harvey said. Just a few seasons ago, politicians baiting their hooks with free barbecue and trading a Ponzi promise for votes began telling us, we don't want opportunity, they said. We want security. They said it so often we came to believe them. We wanted security. And they gave us chains, and we were secure. (laughs) Yeah, you know, even to open up a new business, Rich, to employ people, to give them a job, and everything, you've got to get so many forms filled out, and you've got to get so many permits. Where is the freedom that Paul Harvey spoke about? People are yearning to breathe free. Yeah. Many years ago, I was in St. Louis, and I uh, had gone over for a meeting, and I was early, <laughs> which is kind of a good thing to always do. It is. And I was in the courthouse, the old courthouse, there in St. Louis, and lo and behold, they were having a swearing-in ceremony, uh, legal immigrants becoming United States citizens. And I thought, well, I've read about that, and I've heard about it, but I'm just going to sit them back here and listen to it and take it in. And did I ever learn so much by what other people were saying in order to be a citizen of the United States of America? Folks, turn your radio up and just enjoy this with me. I hereby declare on oath that I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, potentate, state or sovereignty of whom or which I have heretofore been a subject or citizen that I will support and defend the Constitution and laws of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I will bear arms on behalf of the United States when required by the law. 
shall perform non-combatant service. In the armed forces of the United States. When required by the law. That I will perform work of national importance. Under civilian direction. When required by the law. And that I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation. Or purpose of evasion. So help me God. I welcome you all to the fabric of American society as American citizens. You may wave that flag. It is Oh, I love that. See, you may wave that flag because now it's your flag. It's yours. And you see, folks, if you think about it, America is unique and distinct because it was run by we the people. Stop and think about that. We the people have gotten us into a mess. We the people have gotten lazy and not really been concerned. Uh, let George do it. Let someone else do it. You know, some people say, I don't even know if I'll vote. But if we, the people, don't pay attention, uh, then we get maybe what we deserve. Uh, but these folks, uh, they were coming to America, and they were glad from other countries to be United States citizens. And that meant so much to me. Uh, there were women, and there were men, and there were old people and young people, and they were there. And I hadn't heard that before in the same way. Now, I can remember, Rich, as a kid in school in little old Robbinsdale, Minnesota, outside of Minneapolis, we would stand at the start of the school day and, and put our hand over our heart and pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Um, do schools even acknowledge the flag? I mean, we've got baseball teams and football teams and people that are disrespecting the flag of we the people? It doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it sure doesn't. But uh, when you were in school, that was in the, the 30s and 40s, I'm gathering? 1930s, well, you know 1940s? Hey, man, it isn't that long ago. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. We still said the Pledge of Allegiance when I went to school. Oh, and you see, that's, that's not that long ago at all. But when you think about it, it's a long time since. Mm -hmm. All right, now Red Skeleton, I think a lot of people, you know, they won't know who he was. But man alive, was he ever um, important to America comedy and American, uh, just a good guy. And uh, this is what he said about the pledge. I, me, an individual, a committee of one, pledge, dedicate all of my worldly goods to give without self-pity, allegiance, my love, and my devotion to the flag, our standard, O oh glory, a symbol of freedom. Wherever she waves, there's respect, because your loyalty has given her a dignity that shouts freedom is everybody's job. United, that means that we have all come together. States, 
individual communities that have united into 48 great states. 48 individual communities with pride and dignity and purpose. All divided with imaginary boundaries, yet united to a common purpose. And that's love for country. And to the republic, republic. A state in which sovereign power is invested in representatives chosen by the people to govern. And government is the people. And it's from the people to the leaders, not from the leaders to the people, for which it stands. One nation, one nation, meaning so blessed by God, indivisible incapable of being divided with liberty which is freedom the right of power to live one's own life without threats fear or some sort of retaliation and justice the principle or qualities of dealing fairly with others for all for all which means boys and girls it's as much your country as it is mine. And now, boys and girls, let me hear you recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Since I was a small boy, two states have been added to our country, and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance under God. Wouldn't it be a pity if someone said that is a prayer and that would be eliminated from schools too? Oh, isn't that something, Rich? Isn't that something? You know, when you take God out and you no longer acknowledge him and you no longer are proud to say we are one nation under God. Um, and where does that put the kids? Where does that put the little ones that are growing up? Where does that put the people that are now in their 20s right now? They've never, they've never known that. They've never been taught that. Well, listen now. I want you to listen to the children singing this song.
Could you hear the little boys in there and the little girls and these little children? And they were singing, and crown thy good with brotherhood. Not beat up on each other. Not get into fights and go out in the street and be 16 years old and shoot somebody. That's what was put into the mind and the heart of those little children. And there are references to God in those verses as well. Yeah. Just stop and think, folks. Today in your schools, the parents are finally getting on their high horse, and they don't want their children being confused who is a boy and who is a girl. Honest to Pete. And that's what we've got now. Parents are finally having to find out what their children are subjected to and indoctrinated with instead of these things. And so many parents are waking up now. There's a lot more attention on school board elections. Uh, there was a gentleman, Captain Clay Higgins. As I was prowling through our archives <laughs> here at Bot Radio Network, and I stumbled across this, and Captain Clay Higgins said something that I want our listeners to turn up their radios and enjoy it and just drink it in. It's one of a kind, folks. Here it is. I'm a regular American. Over the course of my 54 years, I've lived the sort of life that many of you have. I've been failed. I've been fallen. I've struggled and overcame and failed again. I've known hunger. I've enjoyed feast. I'm a street cop, an old soldier, a husband, a father, a Christian. I'm Irish and English and German. My story could be the tale of any American, regardless of color or creed. Despite our own individual heritage and culture, all of us, every one of us, through our lives and by our family's history, has woven the thread that defines our flag, has dedicated life and limb and treasure to establish the nation we love. All of us, young, old, wealthy, poor, black, white, liberal, conservative, every single one of us, first and foremost, is an American. If you're listening to this message, and if you can agree on a basic premise I've just stated, then please lend me your ear for the next couple of minutes. If you can't even set aside your hate long enough to allow truth to speak to your heart, then by all means, step aside, child, and let the adults work. America is a nation built by imperfect men driven by perfect intent. We've overcome every imaginable horror through our history. Some of it, horrors of our own creation. This is the way of a man's life. My own is no exception, nor is yours. And thus, also, is the way of a nation's life. America has never been without fault nor have we ever claimed such a status. America is, however, the very finest example of free men assembled that the world has ever established. American soldiers have died on every shore to preserve our nation intact. The sun never sets on American dedication to the foundational principle that defines our own Constitution, that all men are created equal. American citizens work tirelessly across the globe to bring relief to the poor, to bring peace to the besieged, to bring stability to the shaken, and to bring freedom to the oppressed. 
Yet now, our own nation is threatened. America is in grave peril from threat across the seas and also from within. The elected and appointed elitist few who have seized power in Washington have squandered our wealth, mortgaged our children's future, and betrayed our trust. America faces a $20 trillion debt. Even with courageous action now, our so-called leaders in D.C. have mortgaged our future for an entire generation yet unborn. Our once respected and feared status as the world's most powerful nation has been diminished. Our own allies across the globe no longer trust us. Our borders are no longer sovereign. Our cities are on fire. Our police are murdered in the street. Our history is being rewritten. Our veterans return to a nation almost unrecognizable and are forced to battle the oppression of their own government. Our prisons overflow with poor men who long ago paid their debt to society. Meanwhile, our nation is run by thieves, thieves in suits, career politicians that no longer represent we, the people. They represent strictly their own agenda, greed, and ravenous hunger for power. I've often said in my career as a cop that a man's character shouldn't be measured by how he falls. It should be measured by how he stands back up. And in many ways, our nation has fallen. Now I ask you to join me. I ask you to take the hand of your brother and sister of every creed as we magnify our strength by the power of our American spirit. I ask you to set aside our differences and stand together as one nation under God, to stand as one people beneath the glory of one flag, to stand as a nation reborn as we face perils both foreign and domestic. Together, we can stand this thing back up. Our finest hour can yet lay ahead. The threats we face are menacing and real, but an American nation standing as one is a force the world's evils cannot defeat, a force that career politicians fear, a force that every peril dreads that foreign horrors like ISIS tremble before. You are that force. We are that force. America is not done. Real Americans are not defeated. We are strong. We are one. I'm Captain Clay Higgins, a simple man, a humble American man. From bended knee, I thank you for what you are. My brothers and sisters all joined by the bond of our spirit. <laughs> Rich, isn't that something? Yeah, Captain Clay Higgins. Yeah. You know, Dad, when he recorded that, he said that the national debt was at $20 trillion. I just looked it up. Today, it's $30 trillion. It's more urgent today than ever. $30 trillion. In debt. In debt. Yes. Probably in debt to China. <laughs> uh-huh. Or, you know, I mean, person can go out and accept money from everybody, but then they own you. And that's why we're seeing so much inflation you. these days. Now, as we ponder, I've heard people say, how can the innocent people in Ukraine, the children, the little ones, the women, how can they just be slaughtered? How is that possible? Um, 
Well, first of all, when God is absent, and I imagine Vladimir Putin doesn't know much about God, not the God of the Bible, and when the things are absent that we've been talking about, my word, right here in America, are we slaughtering the unborn, the human beings, the little ones, the children, the little ones? And you say, well, they're not really people yet. They're not really people yet. And I don't want to turn this program into a, something that we can take up another day. But listen to this now. Here is a little baby operated as a fetus, call it what you will, while still in her mother's womb. Child. Here it is. Operating on a fetus still inside the mother's womb. This time, doctors operated on a tiny fetal heart. And after some risky setbacks, we were there as the family said goodbye to the team that saved their baby. You're going home. Baby Juan and his parents are headed back to Uruguay, where the infant is a celebrity. Since October, the family has been camped out at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, where doctors saved Juan's life with an intervention that's largely unheard of in many places. After the fetal surgery, the pregnancy continued as the family waited in Philadelphia. At 31 weeks, Juan was born. Juan is now three months old and healthy. Isn't that a wonderful, wonderful yeah, story? But you know what? Um, Planned Parenthood, with government money, with the people's money, everyone is saying it's fine. It's fine. Uh, that's a choice that people can make and not, not think twice about it's it. It's a child, not a choice. My thought is, does the church care? Let's start there. And if the church really cares to the extent the outrage should be considered, why, why is it continuing? Well, anyway. All of us need to care. That's what was on my heart. And uh, Can I give the listener comment oh, line yeah. number? Because oh. we'd love to hear from you folks. Um, call our listener comment line and share with us your favorite programs or any comments you have about uh, the ministry that we're providing. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. All right, here's a gentleman to call I'm in. a police officer, and I love your programming. I enjoy so many of them, I use them and listen to them throughout the day and even into the evening. I really appreciate Bot Radio Network. I did not know that you existed until I went to uh, Sioux City and I was heard this station, and that's how I found you. And ever since, I have been listening to you. It is great. I have it on my Alexas. I have on my radios where I can get you, but usually it's on my cell phone. I love it very much, and I thank you so much for your wonderful radio station. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. There's a lot of ways to listen. Dad, this next one, this lady is a street minister from Texas. All right. Hello, Bot. I love your networks. Love Dr. David Jeremiah and many of the other ministries. I'm a Christian street minister from Texas. God bless you. All right. Let's have a man. I'm a truck driver. I'm blessed enough to have hours and hours of riding down the highways and listening to your different preachers' sermons. I guess my little ministry there, I hand out your station guide to everybody I bump into and ask them if they don't know Jesus. Now's a real good time to get to know him. <laughs> That's right. Now is a good right, time. Now listen, here's a lady. 
Hi, I love Bot Radio because when I'm out running errands or just at home doing housework, I can turn it on and hear God's Word preached and explained. I intend to tell all my friends about you, and God bless you for what you're doing. Yeah. You know, friends, when I hear these, um, I just feel we really are a family. We really are a family. We're enjoying fellowship together. Uh, Here's a gentleman. Hi, I'm calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I want to thank you, Bot Network, for preaching the true Word of God. I saw a uh, contractor as a friend of mine, and he asked me, he said, do you listen to Bot Radio Network? I started turning that on, and it has added so much joy to my life and so much good, sound teaching of the real gospel. So, you know, Dad, most people find out about Christian radio because a friend took the time to tell them. So I want to encourage our listeners to tell their friends, tell others they know to tune in and hear the Word of God. And this is Dick Bott with my son Rich with another chapter of The Complete Story as a public service. And we'll see you later. 